0: Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey.
1: Hi, 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 hi.
0: And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hi. How are you doing? Hi.
1: I mean, good. 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 I'm good. Thank you. My name is Joey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you just super excited about the recent laws passed in Canada about a year ago? (laughs) Or are are you just saying hello?
1: No, I'm just saying hello super excited to play to talk about cuphead
0: yes we keep talking about cuphead today we're talking about inkwell isle 2 uh adam will not be joining us because he is currently asleep in japan (laughs) so he'll have to tell us all about his fun escapades of being entranced by giant flashing robots and sushi chefs (laughs) i'm excited
1: about that we should make that a little uh little break, little musical break, turn it into Adam.
0: An Adam break.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> True. <laughs> but enough about that. Let's start talking about Cuphead. So, we're on Inkwell Isle 2, the difficulty has officially kicked up from hard to very hard. <laughs> yeah, as if it wasn't already hard. Let's yeah. just start it off with Carnival Kerfuffle featuring Beppy the Clown. Beppy. Beppy. Be- be- Beppy the Clown is just the funniest name for a clown. I don't know why. It's like, just the, w- I the don't word know. Beppy.
1: It sounds like some crazy child.
0: It, it sounds like something a crazy child would just yell. And yeah. they're like running around on the playground or something and be like, Beppy! it's like what the hell is your kid on
1: that's i i imagine beppy just doing
0: that <laughs> oh that's all he, he's like a pokemon <laughs> he yeah. just yells his name but like mm. in a terrifying voice that Linga like, just did <laughs> beppy <laughs> i mean if you see his face it's yeah. definitely definitely on brand so i'm not mm. sure beppy seems humanoid but at the same time looks like something i've seen in my nightmares about clowns yes
1: kind of chucky Uh, style
0: kind of it's like if chucky was elongated and more like a balloon yeah (laughs) And could turn into a And could turn into a carnival ride (laughs) but we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah so beppy starts off in his beppy clown car uh which is weirdly endearing honestly i know he's trying to kill us but right. it's, cute. it's cute. the clown car is, or the bumper car is much smaller than Bappy. Yeah, he he's like kind of crammed look, in there. He's kind of like, he's got his knees kicked up, like, this is uncomfortable, but at the same time, I'm a weird, crazy clown, so I don't quite care. <laughs> it's like that scene in The Simpsons, you know, the uh, short stories in The Simpsons, where Nelson makes fun of the guy in the small car, and he's huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the only car I could afford. Uh, Are you making fun of my automobile?
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Hey,
0: everybody. It's that kid who... That boy who points and laughs at everyone. (laughs) Let's (laughs) all point and laugh at him. (laughs) Anyway. It just kind of reminded me of that, and I thought it was weirdly endearing. Yes. Um... But It is a bit of a random situation because you'll maneuver the car forward and backward uh randomly yeah so I didn't know we, those cars can
1: go in reverse
0: uh neither did I, but at the same time this car also has eyeballs True. And the mouth yeah and it's and teeth. And it's a, and teeth so I would assume the laws of reality are kind of uh shattered yeah. As if they also weren't already before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, As if there was some kind of reality to not shatter beforehand.
1: Yeah, it's like. By the way, you're like a boy with a cup in the head. <laughs> yeah,
0: as if as if it started making sense. <laughs> but yes, so he kind of moves in an erratic pattern, uh, which makes it a bit difficult if you want to get up and close and personal with uh, one of the shotgun-ish three. 3 prong attacks that I like to use. Um, I don't know. Actually, this might be a good time to talk about it, but there's weapon upgrades that you can yeah. choose. and There's a lot of different weapons that you can choose from. There's obviously the straightforward shooter. Uh, there's one that I like. It's kind of a risk-reward situation where you can shoot three uh, streams of bullets at the same time. It kind of fans out like a shotgun, uh, but you have to be really close to the enemy to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a risk-reward where you could deal a lot more damage, but you could get damaged a lot faster. Right. Uh, there are other ones where it creates like a boomerang effect where it shoots a little bit in front of you, but goes far back behind you. Uh, there's another one where you could do a charge shot where you have to wait a few seconds before you can fire. Uh, I like the fact that it has a lot of weapon variety.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially it's- since this game is basically entirely shooting
0: (laughs) yes it doesn't just kind of stagnate in the ways that you can approach how to fight a boss because if you say you're having trouble using the straightforward shooter maybe you want to rethink your idea and maybe try doing the aggressive way of getting up close and personal to get past a boss section that you're having trouble with yeah And then on top of that, each of the weapon types has their own special attack. So that also needs to be taken into account when you use the uh, when you use each weapon. Yeah. So it makes the gunplay not stagnate and it makes it more strategic because you can swap out on the fly before you go in whatever weapons you want to bring in and you could fit the weapon to the situation.
1: Yeah, keeps it fresh. Keeps it replayable. It's
0: good. Yeah, I think it's a great way to keep the running gun formula more strategic and less... I mean, I said stagnant already, but I mean, it kind of bears repeating that some of these (laughs) games could get very stagnant if you don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But on to the second phase after you knock him out of his clown car. He falls down but reinflates his giant stupid head to turn into Balloon Beppy.
1: He's a balloon baby, and With he has his, a
0: cart. Ba- balloon dogs.
1: Yeah. And he has a roller coaster cart now.
0: Yes, actually, I wanted to talk about that. It introduces a new concept, not just having the train car, but having to pay attention to the foreground and the background. True. Because more, more so beforehand, the background was just there to, you know, be just that, be the background but in this fight they have yeah. the tr- they show the train car coming up in the background and it gives you a sense that okay Ooh. i see the car moving in the background that means it's going to move into the foreground in a few seconds which means i have to be prepared to dodge excuse me right. be prepared to dodge out of the way yeah it's a good it's a good point yeah so i think that's a really fresh way to get you again it's the game is just finding new ways to get you to pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get you to focus even harder.
0: Yes, cuz a lot of times games nowadays you could feasibly just not pay attention and you could just kind of fly through it without giving it a second thought because of a lot of games give like right. photos, like aim assists in shooters or like pointing you in the direction of the next objective. You're just like follow the line. I'm just going to yeah. Push forward while I listen to a podcast or something. Maybe I'll listen to that <laughs> Xtreme podcast because those guys are funny. Um But yeah, this forces you to pay attention to what's happening in the game. Otherwise you're gonna lose.
1: Yeah, you gotta you gotta dig deep, you know?
0: Mm hmm. But I do I appreciate that they are continually finding new ways in each fight to even get you to pay more attention. Yeah. Uh, once you take down Beppy in his balloon form, then Beppy gets on his trusty steed, Charlie Horse. <laughs>
1: That's so weird.
0: <laughs> is not it great?
1: Is it like just deflated? Is that the whole, the thing? Is it a balloon? No, I don't know.
0: No, it's like an actual horse. It's well, sort of. I mean, it's got like really wobbly legs, but it's like, yeah. uh, it's like if you saw those horses on a carousel. And, expect- yeah. and if they just kinda gave up right. on making the legs and they made them in slinkies like out of slinkies. Right. <laughs> Which would be kinda funny, actually.
1: Yeah, they should make a real one.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> just get the normal body and then replace the legs with slinkies. <laughs>
1: They should make a creepy fun house carnival you know like an actual like haunted carnival kind of place
0: that would be really interesting i bet there are a lot of abandoned amusement parks out there that could be used yeah. as a pretty
1: good baseline i would go to it once
0: <laughs> i i mean i think a lot of people will go to it once but yeah. if it ends up being fun and you know not incredibly spooky or go way spooky go niche yeah Yeah, exactly but (laughs) wait i've gotten completely off track here yeah so the fight with charlie horse uh actually this fight is incredibly dependent on like the ease of it is dependent on where the train is in this fight yeah basically because if the train is on the screen and you have beppy on the screen with the horse then you really have to keep dodging the attacks and you don't have a lot of opportunity to attack back. But the horse only goes about halfway down the screen when it's attacking. So if the train is not there, you could just sit underneath the horse, aim straight up, and just wail on him. Yeah. So it's incredibly dependent on that timing. So you could have a very easy fight or a very hard part of the fight, all dependent on the train.
1: You'll probably get both, like, with the train, without the train.
0: Yeah, so you'll have, like, a little bit of a hard part, dodging around, but then once the train's gone, just find your way underneath, whale on it. Boom. And then you get on to phase four, where you have chair swing, Beppy. <laughs> what is even happening in this game?
1: I don't know. He turns into the carnival itself.
0: Be, Be- Beppy has become carnival. <laughs> Be- and also, Beppy has like ball boys in his mouth. I don't know what to call yeah. them. They're they're small children that come out of his mouth and throw baseballs. I think they're penguins. Are they penguins?
1: They look like they have beaks.
0: They maybe they're ball ball penguins. <laughs> I I didn't know that the North Pole had a baseball team. Actually, those balls are pretty big. It's more probably a softball team.
1: Yeah, true. More likely. <laughs>
0: And then on top of that, the train car actually starts moving at, like, ludicrous speed. Yes. So not only do you have to deal with the ball boys, not and then not only do you have to deal with jumping on top of now the second pair of moving platforms, and then you have to watch out for the train that will yeah. just straight up destroy you if you're yeah. on the ground.
1: Just don't be on the ground, basically.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then and then you take him down. Good job. Beppy's gone. Bad yeah, Beppy. Be. It's what happens to stupid clowns. <laughs> Seriously though, why is Beppy so creepy? Um
1: this whole game is creepy.
0: <laughs> That's a fair point. I mean the next stage, the next one that we're going to talk about is not super creepy. It's true. It's like the
1: least creepiest of of bosses so far, I think.
0: It does get a bit creepy at the end, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about wally warbles and aviary action.
1: Yeah.
0: So this is another one of those flying stages. Right. Um, and it does a pretty good impression of a bullet hell stage at at points. Yeah. Um, I'm talking more about phases one and three, I guess. Okay. Like uh, when he's shooting out his um, feathers, feathers in all directions.
1: Yeah. It's and fun, then fun the... little dodge game, you know?
0: Exactly. And then in the third portion when he has the two medics that are shooting out uh, pills. And when he's spewing trash. I mean, when he's yeah. spewing trash.
1: <laughs> so um, random.
0: <laughs> so, yes. Um, I don't... This fight... Is very well animated, I gotta say. Oh yeah. Um, it doesn't read, but the problem is, after we've done the Jimmy fight, the Jimmy the Great fight. Yeah. This this does feel a bit underwhelming. It's true. They should have
1: done this one first.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe we. Sh- well, we can't. We couldn't have done this one before the Jimmy one. I know, but so they should that, have that, like. Yes, I agree with yeah. you. <laughs> Cause, 'Cause this feels like it's a good lead into that fight. Right. There,
1: where... It's like there's nothing special about it, it's just kind of standard, I guess. Yeah, so. this
0: feels like a standard flight level. Yeah. It doesn't do anything crazy different. Um I like the characterization of the enemies though. Where it's yeah. like a father son yeah. duo kind of fighting you off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time, the Jimmy fight had like so much going on with it. And so many different variations within that that it feels like that should have been the fight before this.
1: This should have been the fight before that.
0: Yes, other way around. Uh, (laughs) I'm getting mixed up. (laughs) Yes, this should have gone before the Jimmy fight.
1: Because that one was so, like, I don't know, like, creative, you know?
0: There were, yeah, there were were five phases, and each of those phases had sub- sub changes that could be rotated out at random yeah and there is even a secondary like special ending fight in that particular that we didn't actually yeah. talk about last time but there is a special part of a fight that when you are uh you know when you're getting scanned to turn into two, when he pulls out the pup head like marionette okay if you turn small while he's scanning you, apparently it skips that part of the fight. But then when you're in the final part where he's huge, there is just a smaller marionette alongside everything else in phase five. Oh, okay. So it may skip yeah. the fourth phase, but it combines kind of four and five to make it harder. So, Interesting. stuff like that, like there's a lot of variety that comes out of that fight that is not in this fight. Yeah. So, I don't have anything against this this fight. It's just, if you hadn't put the Jimmy fight first, I would think this is good. Correct. I think this is great, actually. It still is. It is still great. It's, it's just, just underwhelming. Yes, like I wanted this before so that I don't think it's underwhelming, and I think it's just whelming.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to be adequately whelmed.
1: Yeah. This game is about <laughs> whelmage.
0: the the welmage levels are off the charts (laughs) but yes there's nothing wrong with the fight I don't want to imply that also it's just so funny because I don't know if anybody remembers um, Woody Woodpecker yeah Uh, I'm getting major Woody Woodpecker it's the same colors yeah the same color scheme Uh, the only thing that's missing is having him do the laugh
1: yeah that would have been a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, that would have been
0: a bit too much. And I feel like people are expecting me to do Laugh now, but I can't do that one. <laughs> it's so hard. If I do that, I'm going to hurt my throat. And I already feel my voice is going away. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was got pretty back. good. Yeah, I got the last part. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of, the, one of the few times I went down to Universal Studios, the, the only time I went down to Universal Studios in Florida, <laughs> I ended up buying a Woody Woodpecker uh, plush doll. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, this is the coolest, this is the coolest shit. And then uh, my sister actually picked up the, the penguin from that show. Oh, nice. You no, know, I forgot the name of the penguin. I don't know. But yeah. I really was a big fan of woody woodpecker
1: it was good stuff saturday morning cartoons oh
0: man that and looney tunes those were the days the more that i'm thinking of playing this game the more that i'm just reminiscing about the time i'm just like yeah. watching looney tunes and woody Woodpecker.
1: yeah, but, yeah it's all of, like the same kind of animation
0: Hmm. i mean i can't recommend i mean i can't Speak to like the cartoons in the 1930s because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that old, I'm not super boomer, <laughs> but it's close enough, right? Yeah, definitely. So. But I really don't actually have much else to say about this particular fight. Yeah,
1: that's it. He turns into a you know, corpse on a stretcher, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, randomly. We talk about we always talk about that so. First phase, he's in the in the birdhouse. Then once you destroy the birdhouse, his son pops out, and he's a big brain genius. Yeah. It's and then once you destroy him, he the Wally the dad comes back from the dead on a stretcher carried by birdos, not birdos like birds. Yeah. Uh, this isn't this isn't a Nintendo game. Um, yeah. And at one point, tries, like yeah?
1: the birds. Like, season
0: him or something? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, once he's like, once you take him down in this point when he's on the stretcher, the birds who were initially like doctor birds or nurse birds, I don't know, they switch out their hats to chef's hats and they start like wildly seasoning him with salt and pepper, which seems so cannibalistic. (laughs) They're all birds.
1: It's like, okay, he's dead. Might as well eat him.
0: Yeah, what? This took such a turn!
1: The birds so are just
0: gonna, like, eat him! I thought it'd be... You know what had been funnier? If instead of it being, like, small tiny birds... I get it from the comedy perspective that, like... all oh, it's such an th- innocent little tiny bird. Oh no, he's gonna be evil! But, like... If it was, like, vultures... Yeah. ...who were carrying him...
1: I mean, he's kind of a vulture, but...
0: He, he is kind of vulture I I don't know. I'm getting like a giant woodpecker vibe, but then again, I'm biased at this point. <laughs> Either way, uh, fine. It's a good fight. Doesn't really do much new on the uh, flight side because kind of Jimmy went balls to the wall and did almost everything. Yeah. But it's still a good fight. Um. I guess now we're legally obligated to talk about a run and gun platforming stage.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the uh the law. Of... That's the
0: that's the law now, mm-hmm. but I want to pick one that I actually liked.
1: Yes, I uh was thinking the same thing. I actually like this one.
0: Funhouse Frazzle.
1: Funhouse Frazzle. Are, are they all alliterations every level?
0: Um i think they are yes basically so we had aviary action carnival kerfuffle funhouse brazzle all
1: right but yeah this one actually has some cool uh gameplay to it
0: yeah you want to start talking about it while i take a quick drink
1: all right so you're at a fun funhouse obviously i just want to talk about how he goes upside down but i know you want to wait <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, talk. Start talking about it. Just because I'm excited about it doesn't mean I, like, I'm the only one who can talk about it. I want you. You start talking about it. All Let's right. Flip all right. The
1: dynamic. Got it. So yeah, the coolest <laughs> part about this level is that it flips the gravity on you and you go mm-hmm. upside down, like kind of like a funhouse.
0: I like it a lot. I think yeah. it has a lot of <clears throat> strategic. Like options to the platforming
1: and it's something different you know something like it's not just the same as the boss fights but on a platform it's just it's actually different you know
0: yeah and it forces you to be again pay attention because you have to be in a certain state whether it's on the ceiling or on the ground depending on where the enemies are because you can't always just dodge and jump dodge over them yeah so I think this is fantastic. It even actually has a little conveyance area in the beginning, not a pain variance area, a conveyance area.
1: True. Yeah.
0: Like right when you start, there is a card before any of the enemies start spawning, where you can just kind of parry around with it and see yeah. how this works.
1: Play. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So it's perfect because it has. It's the perfect little conveyance area to play around and get a sense of how this works. Yeah. And then as you move through the stage, the concept is expanded upon to where the end, like even near the end, as it moves through, you have to not only dodge enemies by moving between platforms, but you have to dodge enemies while, while moving through platforms, while having no platform after you have actually swapped from ceiling to floor.
1: Yeah. That's,
0: you have to, that is crazy. That's so well done. Yeah, this is crazy for something that like for aspect of a game that they kind of just had to put together. This is well done. Yeah, my if only you, and right... if you miss
1: if you miss the parry, you, you could die. Sometimes you know.
0: Yes, and that's good though because at that yeah, point exactly. you're like two thirds into the stage when that possibility happens. So you've yeah. had enough time to get accustomed to how it works. Yeah. My only gripe with this stage is the invincibility window for switching from ceiling to floor seems to be a bit inconsistent. Oh, yeah? Like, when you're switching. Like, mm-hmm. you jump up, pop the switch, and then mm-hmm. it kind of swaps the gravity. So you go mm-hmm. back down a little bit, and then it kind of right. magnets Lips you up you to where up. you're supposed to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. It takes but in, like that, in the time that
0: it magnets, like, sometimes you're invincible, and an enemy comes by, and sometimes you're not. that's interesting. I'm sure it's about something I'm doing with the timing, but I can't nail down specifically how that works.
1: Hmm.
0: And then just the... Okay. Okay. Too many bosses are just big green walls with eyes. Come the (laughs) fuck on! Yeah. Really?
1: They could have, you know... Changed it up.
0: This stage was almost. This stage was almost perfect. And then you put two times big green walls.
1: Yeah, but these stages don't seem to be about the bosses anyway.
0: No, I know, but at the same time, like you're in a funhouse, right? Why didn't you make the boss like a big carnival mirror that, like? Shows you in like a weird, deformed f- version,
1: oh, and then you yourself could like start shooting at yourself and you just right? like beat yourself,
0: oh. right, wouldn't that be cool?
1: See, we just thought of that like so easily
0: it's so it kind of like writes itself, but big green checkered wall really, really yeah. this this level was almost perfect. this is my favorite. Yeah. This is my favorite run-and-gun level by far Oh yeah! in this game.
1: Yeah, I (sighs) don't see them making a better one. But But, we'll see.
0: I I will see. But yes, so far, out of all of the run-and-gun stages, not the boss ones. This is only purely the platforming.
1: Yeah. This is my
0: favorite one. Right. Oh, man, we've been talking for almost half an hour straight. Uh, Paul, please, I hope you put in some breaks in, at points that make sense. <laughs> like, we like did that right thing now. again? Like, right now? Because, like, we did that thing again where we just would not shut up. And by okay. we, I mean me. Okay, so, okay. One, two, three, go. Break. Did he do it? Back on Inkwell Isle two, we just finished three more stages. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about three more. I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> Run two, we finished three more now stages. Now we're on four. <laughs> now we're doing a four. <laughs> this has been counting with with Zach and Joey.
1: <laughs> Yay, kids!
0: Maybe we'll make it to the number five someday. Is that what comes out? <laughs> don't after count five? on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are on 148, so we're doing pretty good on the counting part. Sure, we're almost at 150. Ooh, we should do something special for that. Yeah. Well, we have to think about that. Maybe we'll get a special gonna... guest on.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I like that Ooh. idea. We Stay can tuned talk about like Pokemon.
0: Yeah, maybe they would talk about a fun new fun new game we'll have to finish up. I guess that means we have to finish up all of Cuphead in our next episode.
1: <laughs> or we could just do a, a one-off in between if we don't finish it.
0: That'll ah, be fine. We'll yeah. figure something out. Yeah, i will be Anyway. Okay. Funfair Fever. Let's talk about that. The other platforming stage.
1: Yeah, another fun... Kind of carnival, fun, thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it probably does the funhouse part or the uh, the funfair part more more justice than the funhouse did. Yeah, but I mean, it's just a standard platforming level. There's nothing. I know. This should have been before
1: it. the other one, also.
0: Yeah, maybe we did that in the wrong order.
1: Oh, that I guess you could have chosen.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, again, you still have to do... You don't have to do both of them, again. Right. It's right. only if you want these upgrade tokens. Yeah.
1: I but mean, Why not?
0: Like, why not, I mean, it's part of the game, sure. You want to do it because, again, you want that ability to buy these new weapons so that you have the ability to strategize when fighting the different bosses. Yeah. But, you, you know, you're going to need... <laughs> So that's all I have to say about Fun Fair fair, Feeder. Yeah,
1: it's a standard platforming. It's like boring.
0: Yeah, you fight a giant hot dog. Yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. (laughs) Let's move on to the next thing. It's the second mausoleum. Yes. This is like
1: almost not even a level also.
0: No, it's really more, again, a side thing. But right. this was meant as a side thing. Right. As opposed to the platforming levels which are
1: there Mindless levels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which exist. <laughs> but it picks up right where the first one ends, basically. Yeah, that's cool. So it starts off with the two different types of ghosts, the fast moving and the slow moving. And then it adds in a third different type of ghosts, the spiral ghost. Or as I like to call it, flush him down the toilet. <laughs> So, the spiral goes to add a new layer of complexity in timing how you're going to parry. Yeah. yeah. Because you need to figure out angles, baby! Angles! (laughs) You gotta figure out them angles, Angles, baby! Angles and timing. Yes, because you don't... They're not coming at you in a straight line, so you have to figure out when the best time is to jump and parry, because you only have a certain amount of time to parry. So, are you going to hit them when they're at the top of their arc, or are you going to try and time it so they're at the bottom when you're at the bottom? What do you want to do? How are you going to approach this? You can practice it all here.
1: <laughs> I think the easiest way is to just, as they're coming up, you go down. Yeah, you could smack them when them. they're
0: coming up, or smack them when they're going down, or smack them when they're close to the ground and coming up. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you feel like doing, this game can to blow You can, can
1: smack you. them on a mountain. This is starting to sound like a, on a on like a, a '90s hill. commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dr. Seuss.
0: Oh, you you want to eat them wherever you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You will. Yeah. Will not. You cannot. Will not. Be in a mausoleum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nothing rhymes with mausoleum. What rhymes no. with mausoleum? Okay. A guy named Liam?
1: <laughs> Basil. Diem? Nope, that's Basel-dium. not a word. Basil
0: Diem? Quasil
1: Wait, nozzle. Liam?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were on something with nozzle.
1: Yeah.
0: Nozzle Ciem! Okay, yeah. I, think we, I think we've run that into the ground. <laughs> all right. Sufficiently move on.
1: <laughs> yep. What do we got? We got it. <laughs>
0: Clearly, uh... we are shit at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, uh, again, that's all this stage is meant for. Again, for you to practice your parrying, and then once you're done, you get the second super upgrade, which gives you invincibility for a short period of time. If you choose yes. to use it,
1: should you choose.
0: And then we're on to the last, per, the last uh, area in this stage, "Fiery Frolic," featuring Grim Matchstick. Yeah, this is a good fight.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a boss fight for boss fights. You know,
0: this is the boss fight of boss fights. Yes. I would agree that this is a good last fight for Isle Two. First off, the dragon is surprisingly nice, all things considered. Yeah, he's cute.
1: Even when like they go into the later stages of the fight, they don't—he doesn't get that much more menacing.
0: Yeah, I mean, even like some of the quotes that he says when you die, it's like, "Oh, you should have like moved out of the way." Like, I didn't want to really <laughs> hurt you. I was just yeah. trying to spook him, yeah. Yeah. But the main difficulty in this fight comes from the stage design itself. Honestly. Mm-hmm. So you need to maneuver these moving platforms while dodging projectiles. And the screen is scrolling. Yeah.
1: And so there's, there's yeah,
0: you there's can't be on the of... tongue, basically. Yeah. What?
1: And you can't be on the ground or the tongue.
0: Yes, there is no ground yeah. for you to stand on. You have to keep jumping on these moving platforms. And as the fight moves on, there's even less spaces for you to move specifically when he moves on to phase two. And you're right, he sticks his tongue out and the fire band, the fire marching band comes out. (laughs) Which makes it, again, another place that you have to watch out for because not only do you have moving platforms and the screen is scrolling and dodging projectiles, but the projectiles are coming from below you and you have to kind of pay attention to that while at the same time still getting a position to shoot. And... The boss has now moved to the left side of the screen as opposed to the right side of the screen.
1: Yeah. So you're going towards the boss now.
0: Yes. So now you have to move, otherwise you get hit. Yeah. Not like where in the first phase you have to stay on the screen so that you you know, don't fall off the stage. This one, if you even get close to them, you'll take damage. Yeah. Um and then what else the second the third, third phase of the fight adds in another layer of difficulty here where it grows two additional heads, and mm. while this might seem easy, the fight itself um it rewards you in <clears throat> in your precision, okay, so what I mean is the boss will shoot out these fiery projectiles that are in bubbles. Mm -hmm. You could choose to shoot wildly like you normally do, but if you hit the bubble, it will pop the projectile and not only move faster, but break out into four distinct directions. Yeah. Whereas before it was only coming towards you at a fairly slow clip. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it rewards your precision shooting. And not only that, it rewards patience. And Mm -hmm. it kind of incentivizes you to try a different weapon, which I ended up using the charge shot. True, that makes sense. Because it's all about precision and it still does the same as waiting or shooting constantly and wildly with the other weapons. Right. If not more damage. Yeah. So... I think that adds a nice layer of reward, like risk reward. Not really risk or reward. Um,
1: yeah. um, it just,
0: it's the reward of actually reward. taking the time to be patient.
1: Yeah. Which maybe we'll see more in the later, uh, later worlds.
0: You maybe. Know,
1: maybe. Not being able to constantly shoot.
0: Yes, but we'll have to figure that out in the next episode. Because Indeed. For some, because not for some reason, because my throat is about to give up, and I think this is a good place to stop. <laughs> well, we we beat the the world. Yes, we're you done with the world, well, too. Moving yeah. on to the third one. Yeah. And maybe you want to start the outro while I take a drink. All right. Thank you,
1: everybody, for listening. This has been extreme. We love you all, platonically or not platonically. No, platonically. Um, yeah, you got it. Keep going. I'm. I am keeping going, Zach. <laughs> please,
0: <laughs> r-
1: please reach out to us. We're mm-hmm. so ready to hear from you. Mm-hmm. At our email us, you know, it, it's the at gmail dot com. That's its. Mm-hmm. T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. And I can do that now. Yeah, look. I can just say things and they come out properly. It's a skill.
0: (laughs) This is what we call conveyance.
1: (laughs) No, it's pain veins.
0: Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace.